Welcome to Parenting Matters with Dr. Gloria Morgan on WDKX. I'm letting you know that education is in my DNA. The Institute of Family Studies has a mission to advance the well-being of our children through research and public education. And one of the areas that they um, have recently discussed is how to help our children to listen. Generally, most of what I'm going to share today would be geared toward younger children. However, if you start when they are young, it's not too difficult for them when they are older. The first strategy is to keep it simple. Short sentences are easier to process than long lectures. Keep your statements and requests simple, clear, and direct. The next one of seven is get on your child's level. Make eye contact and smile, and this will help your child to ensure that they are being listened to and will improve the likelihood that they will do as you are speaking. Third, repeat it back. It's okay to repeat. Ask the child to tell you what you told them. If you ask them to pick up the wet towels from the bathroom floor, for example, and they're not responsive, ask them, what did, I just, what did I just ask you? And wait for them to tell you. When they can repeat it back to you, you know they have listened, and they know you expect action. Number four, speak more quietly. When our children are not listening, We have a tendency to elevate our volume. But remember, your child is not deaf. Speaking louder or yelling won't draw them to you, as I just did on this podcast. And it's unlikely to encourage them to want to listen to you. Try speaking softly. Lower your volume. They'll often open their ears, lean in, so that they can hear you and listen carefully. Number five, gentle touch. A soft touch on the arm, a squeeze or a hug, or an arm across their shoulder is a gentle touch. These gentle touches can be enough to act as a circuit breaker. So your child can pay attention to what you're asking and help move things along. Number six, try not to use the word don't. Say what you want. If you tell your child what not to do, such as don't hit the stick against the wall, or don't take your plate into the living room. 
it requires more effort on the part of your child to redirect their energies. How about saying, take your sticks and use them on the drum? Leave your plate in the kitchen until you're finished eating. Now, they have to stop doing the thing that is bothering you and think of something to do instead. So it's best to simply say what you want. And the last one, number seven, find a way to say yes. When you have to say no, spin it into a yes. For example, if you are asked, can we stay at the park longer? You can say, you bet. We'll have a longer stay at the park on the weekend when we can come back with your friends. So in a way you said no, but you said a yes for later. If they plead, for example, can we please have ice cream? Respond with, you sure love ice cream. We'll have ice cream on Friday night with our movie like always. Your yes is usually going to be a not now, but if you phrase it right, it goes down as a treat. I always remember my mother saying, not today, not now, however, we will do it later. Of course, as a child, I want it later to be the next hour. Anyway, these strategies hopefully will help you move things forward if you're stuck with your child not listening. But they can be built around your conversation that you have with them on a daily basis. This foundation is the stuff that is done by parents with their children and it can help your children to develop into a better teen, a better young adult. You have been listening to Parenting Matters with Dr. Gloria Morgan on WDKX. Question, which one of these seven strategies will you embrace today?